This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh, coming up in just a minute, we have Matt Schlapp from CPAC. <sighs> the Rune guy? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Uh, real Estate Agents I Trust is our sponsor. Being in the real estate market, either buying or selling, it can feel like you're rolling the dice right now. Uh, and in a way, you are. You're trying to beat time. You're trying to beat uh, whatever is coming our way. If I have time today, I have to talk to you about inflation that is right around the corner. Some really good stats are being sold, but they're also really bad stats. Uh, for inflation and we'll tell you about that but you want somebody who can sell your house at the right price for the the most amount of money the fastest time but also help you do the the opposite on the price get you the best price in the right neighborhood and get you in there quickly that's why you need a great real estate agent you can find them at realestateagentsitrust.com it's a free service to you realestateagentsitrust.com Get a hold of us now and get the right real estate agent for your next move. All right, Match Lap CPAC next. work with Norse and Elder Foothark iconography for years. I'm quite alert to the glyph shapes and their associations in the modern world and history. So why is the CPAC 2021 stage an odal rune and specifically one with seraphs or wings that was used by the SS? This is the f- this is the origin of that lie. We're going to put that lie to rest because yesterday a few things bothered me. Gee, uh, did CPAC actually design the stage? If so, who at CPAC did it? Or was it an outside organization? And if it was an outside organization, why didn't CPAC just call them and say, hey, did you design the stage to look like an odal rune? And how come they weren't out in the public on Saturday or even Friday afternoon saying that? And if these things were true, where's PolitiFact? Where's the media? Where is where is anyone saying to Morgan Freeman and uh, and uh, Alyssa Milano and all of the other organizations that wrote stories? about how that Nazi symbol found its way on the stage of CPAC. Boy, there's a lot to sort out, but it probably isn't as complex as you think. Matt Schlapp from CPAC is with us. Oh, and I've got a, I've got a statement from the designers of the stage 
that we asked for yesterday and got late last night for today's program. Huh. It's interesting. I'll share it in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. All right, let me tell you about Relief Factor. Brian lives in Alabama over the past few years. He's been suffering from so, so much pain so frequently, so debilitating that it limited his mobility. He was barely able to get around the house, let alone go out and live his normal daily life. Like millions of Americans who suffer from pain, Brian was beginning to despair and he had tried a number of things, but they either didn't work or they left him feeling less lucid than he cared to be. Finally, this past year, Brian stumbled across the solution. He heard me talking about Relief Factor and decided, I mean, I don't know. I mean, this clown might be right. As it turns out, he found that this clown was right. Turned out he had, uh, he had about uh, 90% of his pain gone just with the three-week quick start trial. First three weeks, 90% of his pain was gone. Brian got his life back. So can you. Relief Factor, not a drug, but developed by doctors and 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. You can order the three-week quick start for only $19.95, so do it now. ReliefFactor.com or call 800-500-8384. ReliefFactor.com, 800-500-8384. Matt Schlapp, the chairman of the American Conservative Union, is joining us now. Uh, Matt... This has been one of the most ridiculous things I have ever seen. And, and and while it's laughable, it is extraordinarily dangerous of what happened to CPAC this weekend. Yeah, Glenn, thanks for having me on. Uh, and thanks for using your, your uh, immense gifts to try to figure out the story here. Because, you know, we CPAC is uh, an amazing thing to put on. Someone just told me that if we uh, had been an advertiser in the Super Bowl, uh, we would have been number two uh, because it just gets so much attention. But it gets good attention and bad attention, right? It's mm-hmm. a conference unlike anything on the globe where conservatives come together. Liberals don't have anything like it except for the daily news that's right. on television. Right. And, uh, and so they, what they do is they try to do everything possible to just, you know, slime us, to stop us, to distract us. And... We, every time we walk into this, we say anything could come our way. We have to be open and ready. But my, in my wildest dreams, I never thought this would come our way. So here's what happened. Um, yesterday, Stu said to me, is there a 1% chance that somebody intentionally sabotaged CPAC? And I thought to myself, yeah, there's a 1% chance. Let's see who designed the stage. Well, in our research, uh, we found that Design Foundry designed your stage. And I contacted you. Is that who designed your stage? They've been partners for how long? Uh, several years, and they do you know what, what is excellent work, and they work for a lot of you know companies and liberal sure. organizations, and you know they're right. a group of uh, talented artists. So we sent them uh, an email, tried to contact them, and then we sent them an email yesterday afternoon, uh, early in the afternoon, and said, "Can you please explain the design process uh, for the claim that it?" 
you know, some people claim that it was intentionally designed with Nazi symbolism in mind. Was that an unfortunate coincidence or did a rogue employee from Design Foundry throw the designs? Some have speculated that it's possible that someone at Design Foundry was intentionally trying to sabotage the CPAC reputation. We, however, would like to give both your company and CPAC the benefit of the doubt, as we believe most Americans are not even familiar with this obscure Nazi symbolism. If this is an unfortunate coincidence, we'd like to hear from you directly. We're going to report on a provided statement from you or Design Factory at large for Glenn's uh, radio program tomorrow. You have a 7 a.m. Eastern deadline. Uh, they did last night issue this statement to us. They said, um, we were retained by the American Conservative Union Foundation to design the stage for this year's CPAC conference as part of our working agreement. The climate, the client provided our team with feedback, revisions and final approval on all aspects of deliverables outlined in the contract, including stage design. The approved stage design was intended to provide the best use of space given the constraints of the ballroom and social distancing requirements. The uh, iterative design process included review and input from CPAC, the hosting event space, other vendors and county officials. We had no idea that the design resembled any symbol, nor was there any intention to create something that did. We are saddened and horrified at the accusations that this was a deliberate act. Design Foundry denounces all hate speech and acts of racism, prejudice, or bigotry in all forms. The evolution of the stage design renderings can be found here with relevant timestamps. So they provided a, a, a Google Drive of all of the renderings. How did this come down? How Did you guys at any point say, well, that's not quite Nazi enough? Or how did this happen? Yeah. No, and, and within the documents, it says that they actually retain ownership of the design. It's, it's 100% their design. Now, of course, it's collaborative because we're paying the bills and the stage has to work well. I mean, one of the things we've done, and Glenn, you've been on that stage so many times, yep. is to try to demystify the stage, bring it to the people, let people sit around the stage uh, and not make it so formalized. And just because of the way this room was, this design was the best one that this company came up with. I mean, we're not artists. We're other things, right? We have other talents. And uh, so, um, you know, I understand the reason why everyone's so quiet, Glenn, is because one of the things that cancel culture does is they slime you with a, an unjust charge or name and everybody runs for the tall grass. Everybody runs. For well, the wait tall a minute, grass. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Before you go there, let me ask you, this yeah. is a partner of many years of yours. Um, yep. If I did something on stage and I you know, was a partner with you and you had asked me to you know, do work for you, I would immediately step to the you wouldn't even have to call me. I would say, no, 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 that's on us. We did it. Okay. And that was not the intention. Um, but I would expect that you would call. Why didn't you call Design Foundry right away and say, hey, this is your design? Make a statement. Not only did not only did we not call them right away, they were, I believe, right there because they helped with every aspect of the stage. I believe there was somebody either on site or you know in constant communication. So, um, uh, you know, the, it, the, that those conversations happened immediately. Like, what is this? You know, my last name is Schlapp. I've never heard of this Nazi sign. I mean, this really hit me as a complete surprise. We have a young man working for us 
who studied anti-Semitism in college. And he was like, I don't understand what they're saying the symbol is. So it's not like it was a well-recognized thing. Now, is it possible that somebody, you know, in this process was uh, trying to be very clever and set us up from a PR standpoint? You know, I guess we'll learn more as the days go by. So, but, but wait, you did, you did say, hey, what's the deal? And did you ask them to come out? Because it wasn't until last night that they came out and said, of course you did. Of course we did. So why would a good partner, all of our partners, why would a good partner do that to you? Because, uh, well, first of all, uh, as I said, everybody runs for the tall grass, right? Maybe people don't have courage. Maybe people don't have integrity. Um, You know, uh, that's clearly a part of this where both the Hyatt and this firm looked to CPAC and said, look, hands off, we have nothing to do with this stage. That's outrageous. This whole process takes months. Glenn, you do these huge productions. I do. This whole process takes months. You yep. go back and forth and back and forth. You have to hire all the talent because we can't miss our deadlines because thousands of people and all the press is going to be there assembled. Everybody saw this. Everybody had to figure out how to construct this. Everybody had eyes on it from every angle. Nobody in that process ever raised their hand and said, oh, you know, I took a... I took a European history class and I noticed dot, 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 nobody, because it wasn't something uh, that somebody would recognize. Said, no, yeah, I know. No, it's a rate. That's so, why it's so shocking. Tell me, I was very disappointed with the Hyatt. The Hyatt first defended you. Did the Hyatt know that this stage uh, was, was not of your doing, but of this design firm's doing? Yes, because the, the, the design firm, the hotel, and CPAC work collaboratively to be able to construct it. You have to actually construct the thing. And the hotel has to agree with who's going to do that work. Everyone has to understand it's got to meet a certain bid. So what our two partners did to us is basically you know, point the other way and say, I'm not sure what this is, but go talk to CPAC. Now, we're fine with taking the hits. We always take the hits. It's part of being a prominent conservative group, you're going to take the hits, but we're not going to let people lie. And we're not going to let people, uh, you know, the underlying, the most important thing here, Glenn, is would we somehow think it'd be uh, amusing or funny to have anything associated with fascism or Nazism associated with the conference? And of course, the conference does exactly the opposite. So if we want to make, uh, if we want to expel bigotry from our society, including anti-Semitism, we did. We do just the opposite at that conference to, to being anti-Semitic, but they don't care about that. They wanted to catch us. You know, in this. you know that I have a good relationship with um, the state of Israel and Jewish organizations. Yeah, you you provide um, service for Jewish organizations. There is a big conservative Jewish organization that every time I'm at CPAC, I attend. On the Sabbath, I go and I, I speak yeah, to them. Yeah, Shabbat dinner. Yes, yep. and it's a, it's a big deal. What kind of anti-Semites would have a Shabbat dinner? For the love of Pete, it's ridiculous. Um, all right, um, I want to I take a one-minute break and then come back with you, uh, Matt, and, and ask you about why this is really dangerous. Why are people doing this? Uh, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, but I don't think people know. I don't think they've thought through thoroughly what this kind of stuff does 
to a movement other than those who are doing it. They know exactly what they're doing. In one minute, we continue. First, uh, let me tell you about AMAC. When the time to choose an advocacy group that is right for you, where do you turn? There are lots of options out there. Some of them good, some of them not so good. But one that I really believe in is AMAC. It stands for the Association of Mature American Citizens. Now, if that sounds like it might apply to you, then you need to take some time today and check AMAC out for yourself. They represent courage, as Matt just said, lack of courage. Men's hearts are failing them. AMAC represents courage and faith and reason in trying times they stand for solvency in a time of runaway debt national security over and sovereignty over unchecked borders they believe in the sanctity of life in washington amac has been pushing back for years against the radical left socialist agenda and amac membership comes with a wealth of benefits and discounts and with the advocacy for you and what you believe in Please stand with AMAC as they fight the good fight. Become a member today. The benefits are great. The cause is even greater. Join right now at amac.us slash back. That's amac.us slash back. AMAC is better, better for you, better for America. 10 seconds, station ID. Talking to Matt Schlapp, chairman of the American Conservative Union, uh, the uh, the the found the uh, uh, company behind, if you will, CPAC. Um, and we've been talking about the stage that Morgan Freeman, all these people just tweeted was Nazi. And it is so offensive, especially at a time when the media is telling us that they are the ones that are going to guard misinformation. They're going to guard to make sure that nothing, no lies are spread. Where's PolitiFact? Where's Twitter? Where's anyone on this? This is so dangerous, Matt. Why? Because what the cancel culture does is they make a false charge against an American of good conscience. And when they can, when, if that charge sticks, you will lose all commercial opportunities. Your kids will be attacked on social media and potentially in school that could be kicked out of schools. Colleges will go after uh, your kids and your grandkids. This is a very serious thing. It's no longer about having a political disagreement where one side seemingly wins and one side seemingly loses. It's now about making you unfit to be in civilized society. And what they want to do with CPAC is let these charges kind of float out there, get verified, as you said, by places like Twitter, so that no hotel will ever, ever host conservatives, Christians, Jews, uh, Americans who love our founding. They won't host them. Where, where will we go? We'll have to have our own hotels. We'll have to have our own restaurants. This is simply not American. So why would, even if this is untrue, which it is, uh, and it's it's proven now that this charge was untrue. Wouldn't hotels also, just because of the mess, say, I don't want to deal with all of that? So it doesn't matter that's, in the end if it's true or not. That's right. That's the intent. And I want to just go back in time here. The Hyatt Regency in Orlando recruited us, they wanted us, they asked us for our business. They gave us a great bid, which allowed the thousands of uh, Americans who came here 
uh, you know, reasonable hotel rates. The employees came up to me and to my colleagues during the conference and said, thank God you're here. The hotel feels for the first time like it's back to no- normal. We're full. Every room was taken. One guy said to me, you know, it, if it wasn't for this conference, I wouldn't have a job altogether. Thank you. Um, there was a real spirit of appreciation. Gosh, that wasn't that, the story from the Hyatt on Monday afternoon or Tuesday. They were saying that you were rude to their people. So, uh, yeah, and I, I want to say this because, Glenn, I might have, their perception could have been that I personally was rude. When they showed me their first statement, which basically was going to call into question whether or not we were, uh, you know, bigoted towards Jews or Nazi sympathizers, you know what? I did what I do when I get called these names. I reacted. I told them it's unacceptable. I feel like we're so passive from the conservative community when we get called these names because we know it's not true. But it really upsets me. Uh, this is not right. You can't, you can't slam someone like that. And if you do, and if you care about these issues, and we care so deeply, like you said, about the state of Israel and our, the Jewish community, we do so much work with them. The ambassador to Israel spoke from that stage. How absurd is all this? And they want to say, well, we're going to do an investigation about your potential ties to Nazism. No, I'm not going to accept that. And if that hurts someone's feelings because I'm going to defend our honor, so be it. Good for you. So um, defense is one thing. Going after and pursuing people that wronged you is another. I would be very tempted if I were you to uh, lodge some major lawsuits. Well, we have a lot of very talented lawyers on our board now because that's kind of part and parcel to running a conservative group. And I, I, we're looking very seriously at these options. Let me, let me take it a little broader, Glenn. Not just this episode. I can't tell you how many people have called me during the course of this most tumultuous of years and said, at what point does the conservative community, does the 74 million Americans who voted for Donald Trump, do the people who love America and think it's okay to read Dr. Seuss and uh, love Thomas right. Jefferson and Mount Rushmore, at what point do they start pushing back on the cancel culture at what point do they say this is a line you cannot cross i think we're at that line i think what i realized during this we called our conference america uncanceled and the whole thing became about them canceling us and uh and at what point do we not have the right to say you can't treat us this way you're disparaging us you're destroying our reputations you're destroying our ability to be respected members in this community so i take your your, your challenge uh, on pursuing our legal options very seriously. And I think we have to go broader. We can't let these companies just follow the woke mob. We can't do it. Matt, I'd like to uh, spend, we m- might even do a, um, uh, an hour sit down with you on my podcast uh, when you have time. I'd like to pursue this uh, line of thinking with you. I appreciate it. And we have your back. We're with you. Thank you. Thank you, Glenn Beck. We love you. Keep fighting. You got it. Conservative.org is where you can find Matt and uh, CPAC. It is um, it's quite the story. My question is, where is Facebook? Where is PolitiFact? Where are all of these watchdog organizations? Has Morgan Freeman and Melissa, uh, Alyssa Milano and others that spread this? How about the Washington Post? Have they been canceled? This is the Glenn Beck Program. So I'm a guy who has cultivated and even, dare I say, uh, refined a number of hobbies. My favorite among these is eating. 
In fact, Stu was doing commercial just a few minutes ago, and right after he finished, I said, man, I could go for a Gino's cheesesteak from Philadelphia. And uh, he said, what made you think of that? And I said, I often just reflect on food. Maybe it's just me. Uh, <laughs> it's but, not. But uh, eating is, you know, that's kind of a, it's an art form to me, really. And so being a jack of all trades and a master of none, uh, it's just the way I roll. I mean, you be you, boo. Um, I seek culinary artistry and I work hard to perfect it. So that's why I have a rec tech. Now, I don't know if you've ever grilled on something that can also smoke and even bake, but it is wonderful. Rectech is a marvel of cooking science. You're going to love it. There is nothing like it on the market. I urge you to A, B, compare them. Just go to Rectech, R-E-C-T-E-Q.com, Rectech.com. For anybody who likes really good food, Rectech.com. Tonight, uh, brand new Studios America at 8 p.m. Eastern, followed by a brand new Glenn Beck. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. The reason why the CPAC thing makes me so angry is because we are we are being blamed for absolutely everything, all kinds of misinformation, disinformation, and it is absolutely untrue. Twitter came out uh, yesterday and said they're going to permanently ban users who spread COVID misinformation. Okay, what is that misinformation? Like hydroxychloroquine? That masks are iffy at best when it unless you're wearing an n95 mask what what is misinformation on this they're going to ban that but they don't ban outright lies about the right tonight a very very important show my wednesday night special only on blaze tv it's part two of a, I don't know how many parts we're going to have. We're putting a chalkboard together. It's best that you watch it from the beginning. Join us tonight as we add a very large piece, finance, what the banks are actually doing. This will change your life, and it's already in place and happening right now. We'll have more on that tonight at 9 p.m. If you're not already a member, make sure you become a member at blazetv.com slash Glenn. All right. I wanted to get uh, somebody from uh, Newton County on. This is in Missouri. David Osborne is the District 2 commissioner there, and they have just passed uh, a, a Second Amendment Preservation Act. Now, this is something that I have said communities have to do, states need to do. You need to be a sanctuary city for the Bill of Rights. David joins us now. Uh, David, how are you? I'm good, sir. I'm good. Thank you for having me on the show today. Okay, so tell me what this bill is, why you did it, and what it's supposed to do. Well, this is a, uh, it's actually a safety ordinance because here in Newton County, uh, being a class two uh, county, we only have two areas we can pass ordinances under, and that's health or safety. And obviously this, this refers to safety because uh, this is for the safety of our residents of Newton County. Uh, the reason why we uh, enacted this, uh, this, this ordinance was simply because our people were crying out to us every day 
uh, what are you going to do to protect our Second Amendment rights, our constitutional rights? What, what are you going to do about that? I mean, I'm talking uh, a lot of people walking into the courthouse asking us. Uh, one gentleman brought in a letter and said, uh, you know, I want to make my 37 acres a sanctuary uh, area for guns. Uh, so, you know, our, our responsibility is protect our residents of Newton County. So obviously we had to do something about that. Uh, had a, a lot of uh, constituents and friends that just simply put this in front of me and said, here is what we need to do. We need to pass an ordinance. We need to pass something to protect our Second Amendment rights. That if, that if uh, the federal government wants to infringe our Second Amendment rights, we will absolutely give authority to our sheriff to defend us, to come to the aid and protection of our law-abiding citizens. It's real important to realize that. We're talking about law-abiding citizens. And so that's why we passed it, just simply because there was a, a need for it. And I would venture to guess, uh, Glenn, that, that you know, there's, there's 60, let's see, just under 60,000 people in Newton County. And I bet you every one of them is in favor of this. Uh, and I can't say 100%, but I would say almost every one of them because we get a call, uh, a letter, uh, numerous emails every day thanking us for standing up for the Second Amendment rights. So th- this says all federal acts, laws, orders, rules and regulations passed by the federal government, specifically any presidential administration, whether past, present or future, which infringe on the people's right to keep and bear arms as a guarant- as guaranteed by the Second Amendment to the United States Constitution, Article one, Section 23 of the Missouri Constitution shall be invalid in this county. It shall not be recognized by this county and specifically rejected by this county. It shall be considered null and void and of no effect in this county such federal acts laws orders rules and regulations include but are not limited to any tax levy fee stamp imposed in firearms firearms accessories ammunition not common to all other goods and services which could have a chilling effect on the purchase or ownership of those items by law-abiding citizens uh, also any registration or tracking of firearms etc accessories etc etc i mean it goes on mm-hmm. now does this have I mean, does, does this have teeth? Can you do this? Do you know? Sure. Well, we, we did it. Is it enforceable? Now, that's a good question because this is unprecedented. We haven't had to do something like this. But I would say if if they're going to violate our Second Amendment rights, in my mind, yes, it's totally enforceable. And we've given full authority to our sheriff to do that. So it's up to him to enforce it, and and we just wanted him to have full authority to do it. And I think it's already in our state constitution that your local sheriffs have the have the ability to arrest anyone who is causing harm or damage to your residents. And we have a very strong sheriff down here, and we're very we're very glad to have him. Okay, so um, we we called the sheriff, and he said, mm-hmm. and I'm quoting, "I really think you should be talking with the Newton County Commission. They wrote this county an ordinance. It's written to show their support for the Second Amendment, but it is." It it but it really is not something that can be enforced. End quote. Well, that's that's totally up to him because we wrote it and gave him full authority. So, uh, as far as I go as a county commissioner, again, I'm I'm not a constitutional attorney or anything to that sorts. But I would say, uh, you know, we want to enforce it. And here's what we wanted to do. I mean, the real thing is this: we want that layer of protection. So that, uh, you know, we're, we're not looking, we're not hoping that the, that the uh, federal government's going to roll in here and just start confiscating people's weapons. What we want to do is slow them down to say, well, let's go to court and find out if we can circumvent your safety ordinance. 
Yeah, I can't. That, puts, that, that puts our day in court to where we can stand before a federal judge and say, why are they wanting to violate our Second Amendment rights? Right. There's only one reason, Glenn, and you know the reason. We all know the reason. The only reason you would want to confiscate or take away weapons from law-abiding citizens is simply to control the masses. Uh, well, I just wanted to get you on, David, because I think what your county is, uh, has done is, um, uh, is common sense. Uh, mm-hmm. I have been urging people to get their counties, their states, their cities to make themselves sanctuary cities or states for the Bill of Rights. Uh, it's not just about the Second Amendment, but they're all coming under attack. And uh, if, if they try to you know, limit speech... Uh, limit the press. We have to have places that will stand. And uh, right. Newton, Newton County, Missouri, is uh, one of the first that I have seen to uh, to do it. So, David, thank you so much. We are we are one of the first to do that. Um, I think we're up to sixteen counties now in, in Missouri. And and by doing this too, by every and I've even said cities can do this. If city uh, councils want to do this, they can they can pass a safety ordinance to the same to the same effect. Uh, but every county, there's 114 counties in Missouri, if every county passes this, that shows our state legislature that they have support from us and that the people that elected them to office are saying, we want this. So they go forward with that. So that's where this movement started, and it's it's catching on like wildfire. So it's where can people every- find the, the uh, language that they can propose in city council or whatever, the language you're using? Uh, they can actually get a copy of ours by going to our website. I believe it's downloadable on our uh, Newton County uh, Newton County dot mo website. Okay. Newton County, yeah, Newton County Newton County dot com. com. Yeah, so Newton, Newton County, County dot com. Yeah, right. Newton, Newton County mo dot com. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, sir. David, yes, thank sir. you very much. I appreciate it. This is something that everyone should be doing right now you should get that you should find your city councilman you should find your county commissioner you should find your sheriff you need to start putting these kinds of things and he he said something really important if all of the counties do this then the state knows the people have their back you you can't start at the top you need a groundswell quite honestly you know, the when politicians know, oh, wow, this is where the people are. They suddenly have some courage, not all of them, but they'll have some courage right now. It's exactly what happened with CPAC. The Hyatt folded because we don't ever stand up. The Hyatt folded on this this stupid Nazi rune thing because they knew the left would destroy them and nobody would have their back. We have to have people's backs. We, if we're expecting these senators and, and congressmen to stand up, they have to know what we believe and that if you stand with them, they're not going to be left alone. You know, it's, it's many times when, when these guys do something good, they don't hear from anybody. So they're like, geez, I'm doing all this stuff and nobody's even seeing it. Nobody is even noticing it. You need to let them know. Good job, bad job. And it has to be done first at the local level. But get involved at the local level and do it now. 
By the way, they are uh, introducing more legislation. H.R. Uh, 1 is coming out today. It will be passed by the House. That is to totally change our election process. This guarantees no Republican will ever win ever again. Uh, it, it is unconstitutional. It takes federal control over our elections. Uh, it, it makes sure that uh, whatever happened last time can happen again. We're just going to do voter mail all the time. It's going to be voting months. It is a nightmare. And that's in our H.R. 1. That's going to the Senate. It'll be voted on today. And then they're introducing some common sense gun legislation as well. That will probably also pass the House. More on that coming up. Also, something really important that I don't want you to miss tonight on Blaze TV. We are talking about finances. We're talking about what the banks are doing right now. And it is going to affect your life in a profound way. And it's already being done. You just don't know it because there's no teeth attached to it yet. But the teeth are coming. We'll tell you about that tonight. Do not miss tonight's special. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and sign up now. 9 p.m. Eastern. All right. American Financing is not a bank. In fact, this is a locally owned and family operated and owned uh, uh, company. American Financing. They started, I think... I don't know, around 2003, 2005, someplace around there. And uh, they just wanted to help their local community and, and provide better financial futures for people and get them out of the big banks that were just trying to ch- shove loans down everybody's throats. Now they are nationwide. They're huge. And they are the place to go if you are a homeowner and you want to reduce your mortgage rate, or if you want to fold in all your credit cards in a consolidation loan, if you want to be a homeowner and you're looking for a great uh, rate, please call American Financing. Do it now, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. You are listening to the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, We've got a lot to uh, talk to you about. Coming up, Texas yesterday dropped the uh, restrictions for COVID, opens all businesses 100 percent, ends the statewide mask mandate. It's about time. Um, Governor uh, Abbott uh, is now coming under fire from Gavin Newsom. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. Yeah, what? Absolutely reckless. That's what he said. Absolutely reckless. Really? Is it after what you've done in your state, you're going to recommend to anyone else on earth what is reckless and what is not? What 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 is advised and what is not? I mean, maybe okay, yes, you could tell Andrew Cuomo. You you are qualified to give advice to Andrew Cuomo, but that is it. (laughs) (laughs) So Andrew Cuomo uh is uh, getting closer and closer to the Democrats coming out and just saying, get out. 
get out. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the uh, the the uh, probe. I hate to use that word with uh, Cuomo. Hey, I was just probing her. You know what I'm saying? Bada bing. <laughs> uh, the AG uh, is looking is looking into the harassment now. You know what's really sad about this is is really he kills grandma, but this is the thing that pisses the left off. I mean, it's bad, and it's, yeah. he should have been exposed for this a long time ago, but. He's his policies and he knew it would happen. Killed a bunch of old people. Mm-hmm. Ah, family guts. Ah, <laughs> look like I lost that one. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean. Hey, chicky boot. Come on over here. Huh? Sit on the uh, sit on your uh, governor's lap. There's no governor on me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the governor would slow me down and. He just sounds a little too smart. That's why yeah. I don't understand. Ah, there we go. Okay. okay. <laughs> I can't. I can't end any of them without that. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. I really do believe you needed a multifaceted disaster to have give Cuomo a chance of getting tossed. Now, again, I am very skeptical he will actually get tossed in the end, but I am hopeful, and I think you needed the terrible COVID performance combined with. Uh, a with the sexual harassment thing combined with the fact that he's been abusive to so many people around the state amid so many enemies, including in the Democratic Party. You need all three of those things to combine to do something like this. You need the terrible performance that they realize later on was terrible, but they can't admit that. So then you need also the secondary scandal that gives them the out to say how bad he is. And you have to be people. Democrats need an excuse to to say the truth here. Which is, personally, they've been offended by this guy so many times behind closed doors, they're excited to get him out. They want this guy gone because he's just a terrible person. Think you better shut your mouth. Think you better shut your mouth. Mm. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you, and I got a probe of unbelievable proportions. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Glenn Beck Program.